Okay. <clears throat> Contains within it two parshios that sort of happen simultaneously from a historical perspective. Now, of course, you move on to the to the second meaning of what you're supposed to eat and what you're not supposed to eat. But the two yonim that the parsha starts off from a historical perspective is it's the Hakoma Samishkam, it's putting up with the Mishkan, it's tremendous simple for Kali Sol on the one hand. And a parallel to that, in almost at the same time, um, is a terrible, terrible, terrible tragedy the loss of two of Arnafayim's sons, the seemingly, seeming uh, those that would have followed or one would have thought were going to be the uh, the uh, heirs, so to speak, the heirs of parents to Moshe and Aaron, there's another Nabil, and they die on this day um, because, well, it's not clear. Why, why do they die? Um, let's, try, let's try to talk about it. Let's try to understand why that is. It's very, within Chazal, it's very confusing, <clears throat> the whole concept of not of an Nabil in general, from the, in the, in a, a Surface reading of the parsha would indicate that they were tremendous sadikim, that they did um, they made a mistake, they moved back to the Mejara, and yet Mashavenu says to Kadesh, these are these they're kedushin, they're special. Um, the whole simcha of the Mayamiluim of the putting together of the Mishkan is put on hold, is given a given pause. And yet, um, in, in Chazal, we find multiple different attributions of what they did wrong, whether it was that they were Halacha, they looked at Arsenal, someone shouldn't have looked. They said things like, when will Aaron and Moshe die? These old people are they're getting in our way. We, we need to move on. You know, the world needs to move on to the younger generation, something some people might think. Right, that it's time for the new generation to take over. Um, can't imagine anyone would think that, right? Um, that, but uh, but uh, all of these ideas that they 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 were because of the God and they weren't wearing the proper clothing when they went into the into the news. So what is it? Was it was it a good thing? Or was it a bad thing? Who who were not on the view? What do they really stand for? What does it really all mean? And why does the term make such a big deal out of it? <laughs> and and clearly, Moshe Rabbeinu. Is trying to be Menachem Aaron Akayin and tell him that 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 he knew that Akash Baruch said because Akadosh that part of the part of the Mishkan, part of the Hakamas Mishkan would require some sort of a sacrifice. So where where does it where does it where does it all fit together? Um. Okay. So we find the first creation really it talks about this this idea is first brought up. Um, we find an Indian. In Chazal and Haga, a a series of an interaction, if you will, of how Kadosh Baruch Hu runs the Bria, how Kadosh Baruch Hu connects to what happens in, in the world. That is called in the, in the Russian of the Chazal is called Noira Anilos. Noira Anilos means awesome interventions. Kadosh Baruch Hu has like ways in which he quote unquote manipulates the Bria, seemingly. He manipulates the Bria so that certain things that would appear as the hero 
come out with a negative, not so good, uh, and seemingly, at least in the short term, end result. And it's difficult thing to understand. What it, and the, here, the, there are aspects of this that we're not going to delve into today, but there's an aspect of this that we, that, that we need to sort of uh, uh, do. We, so from an, on an individual basis, how that works in terms of mishpat, in terms of real justice, and in terms of understanding consequences, if our is manipulating it so that that's what should happen, so how is that fair to those individuals? We're not getting into that. That's just, it's not our judgment. No, that's the Russian's judgment how he works out who it is that he chooses to run the Bria through or run these lessons through. So for instance, I, let me just give you some examples, right? <clears throat> we find that right from that Chazal, where, where it first brings this out is by the Mechiras Yosef, by Yosef Yatsadi gets sold, right? So he gets sold by his brothers. Seemingly, an act of free will on the on the on the on the part of the brothers that they sold Yosef down to Mitzrayim. Now, as you know, uh, as things unfold, etc., etc., all to after Yaakov dies, the brothers come to Yosef to complain, and Moshe and Yosef Atzadik says to them, "Everything is in everything is disaster. The shrine, everything is controlled by Hashem, and this is what Hashem really wanted. And he he was misogynist. He, he moved things around and manipulated things so that." I would be here to be able to provide for you that when there will be a rob, there will be a famine, etc. This is a very positive spin on it. But if you take a little bit of a deeper dive into what's going on, really, Akadosh Baruch Hu told it already to Avram Avinu. Akadosh Baruch already told Avram Avinu that this is going to happen. That means that this whole thing was manipulated, if you will, directed from Akadosh Baruch Hu, into the world, into the Bria, so that the brothers would make, would have this machloikas with with Yosef, sell him into Mitzrayim, and Yosef would end up in Mitzrayim, and Klaus would end up in Golas, and we end up and we have the whole lot. So so there so it wasn't really like Yosef was saying that Hashem really saw the end and that he was mechashevasakei Really, Hakadosh Baruch Hu made it happen. This is Nerelius. This is Hashem manipulates the Bria, sometimes there are places in history, there are things that happen. Because I'll tell us that by David and Yehuda both, there are various, they're different than various that they did. They weren't really ready for such an Avera. But the lessons needed to be learned, the lessons of Tshuva and Hodah and being willing to admit to, so in order that we would learn those lessons, that Kodesh Baruch Hu was Masavev Savibas, he made things happen. He created the circumstance, if you will, so that these things would happen, we would learn these lessons. So regardless of, again, regardless of the of the issue of how does that work out, the Hira with justice and, and et cetera, but there's a bigger, more global question is, one, one second, don't, don't we always say that we have, a person is a boicha, a person has free choice? If a Baruch Hu is playing the game, so to speak, manipulating history so that these lessons come out, what happens to Bahira? Where is Bahira in all of that? What's the place for Bahira for free choice if Akadosh Baruch Hu is 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 creating these Naira Alilais, these these different this this mahalach, this way of controlling the Bria, of really manipulating, pulling the puppet strings, if you will, so that things work out in the way that he wants them to. <clears throat> and then really the same idea. 
somehow applies here in the lessons that we learned from Nodav and Avihu, it's also a chilek of this idea of Noira Alilois, even though it's not explicit in the Lashon of Chazal by Nodav and Avihu, but, but we find that it seems that the Gemara, the, the Medrash asks, there are other places where there are interventions if you, into the Kurdish Kadashan. Things that happen, like Titus Russia goes into the Vesamikdash. Aaron <coughs> Akhoid, they put, they put the staff of Aaron Akhoid of the, of the Makhtar, of the staffs of the Nasiyam into the, into the Kurdish Kadashan. Nothing happens to them. They brought other things into the Kurdish Kadashan. Only by another one of you do we have such a result. It seems like Kazal questioning this idea of what's going on. Okay. So let's try to see if we can understand if we can if we can if we can bring out what it is that we're supposed to learn from this concept of Noralilois of where how that applies and, and how what that looks like in terms of our Kedushin. The Gemara Kedushin puts forward a very famous question, question that you would certainly heard before. What is better? Is it to be Godel? Is it great to be Mitsuba or is it greater to be somebody who does something because he's instructed to do it, or is it better to be altruistic and to be the kind of person that just wants to do things on his own because, because I choose to do them? It's clear that in the Havimina of the Gemara, in the, the Gemara's first approach, this is the initial approach of the Gemara seems to be that, of course, somebody who acts of his own accord, somebody who acts altruistically, somebody who does something because he wants to do it or she wants to do it, that's, that's what I chose. I'm the one that stepped forward and I'm governing what's going on. That is, one would assume, better, right? I, I, I'm, I'm choosing to do something. I'm, I'm, nobody's forcing me. There's no, there's no compulsion involved. That's for sure better. Ultimately, the Gemara comes out and says, no, it's better to be a one who is commanded to do it rather than one who, is, who does it on his own. And there are many different explanations as to why, whether or not the idea is that when you're a Mitzvah, you have a relationship with your Bansham. But really, it comes down to, the Gemara comes out that it's Mitzvah. Now, Tosis there says a very interesting thing. Why is Mitzvah greater? Tosis says, in the rationale, why it is that a mitzvah is greater than Misha and a mitzvah is greater than somebody who is an Eina mitzvah is because the person has he is doeg tamid he's he's he has he's worried about whether whether or not he's being makayim the mitzvah properly he's he's worried he has to worry he has to he has like a pressure if, am I doing it right am I not doing it right that makes that's that makes it better. What does that mean? What, what, what's the shot? What, what is the Gemara really trying to tell us? When the Gemara tells us that a person, when he's, if he wants to do a mitzvah, it's godly to be mitzvah, it's greater to do it, not of your own accord, but rather because the Yvonne said to do it, right? Because then you're mitzvah over that mitzvah. You're, you have to worry about. Am I doing it properly? Did I did I did I fulfill this? Did I fulfill this year? Or the way Tosa says in another place, he says because it's not paspasala. It's not up to me. Paspasala is an expression that we used to say. I'm in control. When I'm in control, I don't necessarily have to stand up and be proactive because I'm in control. Because I already know I'm in control. But 
a teacher that knows they have control in their classroom can afford to joke around because they know they can always bring the class focus back, right? If you don't, if you don't feel, and then you, so you can have a situation where you, where the classroom seems kind of hefker. It seems like kind of free. Everybody's talking because you know that you anytime you want, you can bring it that that. If you don't have that kind of control in your classroom, then you never let go. You're always making sure that everybody's paying rapt attention and they're sitting in their seat silently and not doing anything. When you know that you have control over the situation, you don't have to worry about it. You can let loose a little bit more and you can allow you can allow things to flow. So if a person doesn't have paspasala, that's why it's Godel Magadal Hamatula Vaisa. It sounds almost like it's a gather off in the in the simple understanding. If you look at it, it sounds almost like like it's like a lakum tsaira agra. The more the more I suffer, right? Right, we have this this idea that the more effort you have to put into something, the greater the reward. So there's there's more effort because because I, I don't know, I'm not in control, but I'm doing something that's beyond myself. So therefore that that's why. So that, that's a very shitty way to look at it. It's very that's that's let's try to let's try to break that down a little bit more. But is, is there anything more to this than just the fact that God on the Sura is that it's like it's like uh, it's just that it's just that you that you know it takes more effort. There's a fascinating message that says like this: Kachrochel created Shemayim Baris, but Kachrochel created the world, so. The Shomayim was expanding and expanding and expanding. The Lashon of the Medrashis and Tzadkash Baruch yelled at the Shomayim, stop expanding, and then it stopped. That's right. That's the Shem Shakai that Hashem says, the world, it's enough. That's, just, that's that outcome is the expansion of the world. <clears throat> what does that Medrash really mean? In other words, it doesn't say that Rabbi told the world to stop. I think Rabbi said, I'm creating the world, and because of which word, the Rabbi says to do something. So Rabbi is infinite, and it says the world to expand, so that it should expand infinitely until such times that Rabbi chooses to end that expansion. So say, stop. Why Rabbi is an expression of almost anger? It's like you're doing something wrong. There's a limitation here on what you're doing that you shouldn't you're doing something you should not be doing it's 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 those telling us that you have to expand but stop expanding now because you what did the what did the shaman do wrong it didn't like say expand so the world was expanding it was in response to Hashem that the world's expanding so what so where's the where's the failure to follow the rats and Hashem that, that is saying God that, that it says that Kashbrach has to be by Kashbrach has to yell at the world Perhaps the idea that this, this, this is a phenomenal insight from Ravari Rafiansky, and how to understand this almost seeming contradiction of how things work. Either you growth in the world expand, and then he's on the world suddenly telling the world to freeze. That's really a sort of a macrocosmic look at how we should be approaching all of our abodas Hashem. And that is like this. And which also speaks to this idea of Matsuva Vaisa, and then we'll, we'll plug this back into what's going on, what was the hat, what was the problem, what another Rabbi did, and this whole concept of Lera Alilais, of a control mixing into history in a certain way to bring out certain results. <coughs> if, if somebody 
if I were to um, have a relationship with somebody, I want to do a chesed for someone. I want to do something for someone else, right? So I could choose to do that in one of two ways. Today, I feel like doing chesed. So today, I go over to the person and I go, I find an ani, I find somebody who is a, a nitzrach, they, they need something, and I provide all of their needs for them. And then tomorrow, I provide for them, and the next day, and then the day after that, I'm bored. So I don't provide for them anymore. Is that real chesed? Not really, because what's really happening in that situation is, is I'm providing for myself. It's all about me. It's all about what do I want to do for that person? I'm not doing, it's not, it, it's true. They end up being the beneficiary of my munificence. My, my desire to do kindness has now manifested in a way that that person is a beneficiary of what I'm doing. But the excellent, it's not really excellent because, because that's not a relationship. I'm not, there's nothing there that I took the other person into account. It's simply my needs to give to them. So therefore, I did just today. I give, I give out to them, and and there's no there's no return on it. Real chesed would be: I find out what that person needs, I seek out what their needs are, and then I provide for them because that's what they need. That's 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 what they that that's what that's what they have coming to them. And whenever they need that, that's what I'm doing for them. And if we need to mitzvahs, right? So we've talked about this idea that a mitzvah, <coughs> the concept of a mitzvah is to be betzavta, to be bonded to Hashem. So how does the mitzvah bond me to Hashem? The mitzvah bonds me to Hashem only in as much as when I'm doing that mitzvah, I'm doing what Hashem wants me to do. Not what I want to do, but what Hashem wants me to do. Now, when Akash Rafa reveals to me that he wants, let's say, let's say the Shemaim, Akash Rafa says to the Shemaim, expand. So Akash Rafa takes, but there's, there's a dichotomy in that expansion that it has to be there. It, it, the world should expand, but only, it can only expand as much as Akash Rafa wants it to expand. So in as much as it's, it's, it's expanding and it's doing what it's supposed to do, but if that expansion is not a reflection of what Hashem wants from the world, then that expansion is 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 not correct. So the gara by is not so much that it's anger, but it's it's that Akadrokh is revealing that there's a limitation to what there is in terms of your relationship with Hashem. There's a limitation to what you're supposed to be doing when you have when you're doing this mitzvah. The concept of that the idea is that a person is dying constantly to know whether or not he's doing the right thing. Thing, that it's, he doesn't have pasvasale. That means that when I'm doing the mitzvah, am I doing the mitzvah because I want to do the mitzvah? Or am I doing the mitzvah because this is what Hashem wants me to do? Now, now, now that it's not that I don't that I don't that I don't want to do the mitzvah. It's not that I'm only doing this because I'm being forced to do it. But as long as I'm doing it only because I want to do it. Then I'm not really serving the Rebunishal. I'm serving myself, like the person who's doing chesed. When a person's doing chesed, the, the recipient of the chesed is still getting the chesed. But if I'm doing that chesed because that's what I want to do, and not because that's what that person needs, then there's then there's an inherent chisara, there's an inherent lacking in what's what's really tr- taking place over here. The relationship is affected in a negative way. There's there's a there's a possibility here that it's corrupted. So the ain't the person that 
something the person has done something altruistic for them. And it's not just they're doing something that is good, but that ultimately what they're doing is serving themselves. They're not really serving the Russian. They're not really seeking to expand beyond themselves in a way that brings out a relationship with the Kodesh When the Kodesh tells the Shemayim to expand, the, the Shemayim can only expand as long as that is what the Ratzon Hashem is, and the Ga'ara by Kodesh is yelling at the Shemayim saying, die, it's enough, right? That means it, it, the expansion has to be with a consistent, with a, with a, con, with a consciousness, so to speak, almost. Again, we're not we're talking about Shemayim, obviously it's not a sentient being, but the Shemayim has to be with a, the expansion of the Shemayim is only because that's what the Ratzon Hashem is that it should expand. We're always faced with everything that we do, with all of our, with all of our, 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 um, uh, our interactions and the things that, that, that happen in the world are always going to be a reflection of my relationship with the Rebbe what does my relationship with the Rebbe mean to me? How am I doing what it is that Hashem wants me to be doing? Not because this is what I want to be doing. But again, not because I don't want to be doing this. Not because I'm being forced to do this because I have no choice in this. Because it's not what I, I am choosing to do this. When I choose to do chesed for this person, for this other individual, I want to do chesed. But I'm also cognizant of the fact that when I'm doing the chesed, the chesed I'm doing should manifest or should be, should should reflect what that person's need is, what the, the need of somebody else outside of myself really is. It's not dependent on me. Our relationship with Akadosh Baruch Hu and our doing of mitzvahs has to be something that is reflective of something that is beyond myself. Zaire says that there's a connection between what not even have you did, Chet Adam Arishai, and the Gilgal, the expression that they use, I'll, I'll explain it in a moment, but the Gilgal of not even have you is Pinchas. Pinchas ben Avaz ben Avaz is the Gilgal of not even have you. Not even have you are a Gilgal of Adam Arishai. Now, what, what the, for the purposes of our discussion, Gilgal over here doesn't mean, um, what do you call it? Uh, a world. I mean, we're not. We're not getting into the world of of, uh, of neshamas that are coming back and etc. Regardless, that, that's the, the, what it means is is that there's a hemshchah. There's a continuation. There's something in the ma'isa of Nadav and Aviu that's a continuation of what happened with Adam Arisha and with Adam Arisha. And at the same time, there's a continuation that is continued and. Almost the tikkun of that, if you will, the correction of the chet of not of the Nabiu is corrected through what happened with Pinchas and his killing of, um, of, uh, of, uh, of the of the nasi of of Shevet Shimon, right? That that whole that whole incident with the with the Midianis is it, of the, the kanos of Pinchas is a continuation of these two things. So let's analyze this for a moment. The Chet Adam Arishan, what, what exactly happened? What, what did Adam Arishan do wrong? What was happening by the Chet of the Eitzadah's Tobara? The Chet of Eitzadah's Tobara is that Akash created a human being, Tzalam al-Khem. al-Khem, I think we've talked about this idea before. We've addressed this concept. The concept of Tzalam al-Khem means, al-Khem means that Akash is Bala Kofos Kulam. Akash is the 
source of all energy. Everything that exists exists only because of a God who wills it into existence at this very moment. Adam Arishan is Betzel Belokim, to use the words of the Nafshatayim. He is Betzad Ma Daima. In some way, there's an aspect of that reality of Elokim, of being Balka, of being self actualized, that is the inherent drive of what we are as human beings. Because when we say that we want to be doubled by Hashem, we want to be connected to the Ramsham, we want to be connected to the Ramsham in the sense that we are Batsad Ma'adoma, that we have this koa, this inner energy. We're Badakhla called Salam, Adam is called. But Salam al-Kim, Salam doesn't mean, Salam certainly does not mean in the image of Hashem, right? Hashem has no image because he's infinite being. As an infinite being, is not, the word image is not possible, right? The concept of image of HaKadosh, image of, in the image of Hashem means that there's a kohol, there's a way in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu expresses himself or that we are aware of HaKadosh Baruch Hu expressing himself, that we want to be like that, right? Like the Nefshachan says if you say somebody runs as fast as a deer, you're not saying that he has four feet or that he has horns or fur. You simply mean that there's a quality that the deer has that is mirrored in this person. When we say we are B'Tzel and Elohim, we're saying that there's a, there's a quality of the Rebbe that's mirrored in us. What is it? The, the, that, what is mirrored? What is the, what is the, what is the, that koach that's used specifically? It's the koach of Elohim. The Kalkalokim means to be self-defined, means to be, I am I am self-actualized, just like Arish Baruch Hu is, not because something anything causes him. He is, he is the source of all energy. We, in our when striving to be the most of what a human being can be, wants to be Batsalamalokim. We're, we're created with a drive to be self-actualized, to be the most independent being. As which would reflect our relationship to Hakadosh Baruch. So Adam Arishan says to himself, "If I eat from the Itzadas Tovara, what's the chet of Adam Arishan?" By this, I think we've even discussed this with Mrs. Giver over the years, right? Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the, the Rav Dessa talks about, it, and all the Sfarim talk about. It. Adam Arishan says, "I you eat from the Itzadas, not the Itzadas. Itzadas Tovara. That means it's going to force me to make a clear decision." Between Tov and Ra, that's an internal struggle that will define me, and therefore, by my own actions, I will be self-defined, which will make me that much more similar to Elokim. That will bring out that kokos of Elokus, and on a higher level than it would be. Then, when I have tremendous clarity of what what there is of Bechira when it's when it's external to me, right? Instead of I think the way Rebbe expresses it, instead of being a world which is existence versus non-existence, which how hard is it to choose between existence and non-existence? It becomes a world that is a little more gray between good and bad, tov and ra. Right? So that, that's that the Adam was striving for greater self-definition by creating a world that was less that was less clear. Right? That's what Adamarish was striving for. But that was the Adamarish, but the Gajbrah who said to him, I know what is the best thing. You have to be. You want to do this. Why do you want to do this? Because you want to be closer to HaKadosh Baruch You want to be Dovok Bashem. The tzivoy from Hashem is, don't do that. 
in as much as you're going to make us make us run this and figure it out. And that, that, but ultimately, what do you want? You want to be closer to Hashem. And the way to be closer to Hashem is to do what Hashem wants you to do, not what you want to do. It's to subjugate yourself to a Baruch The whole purpose of doing mitzvahs is to define to, to, to myself as an Ever Hashem. Why do I do mitzvahs? Because they're the right thing, because they fix the world, because they create a greater, they, they actualize spiritual potential in the physical dimension. All true. But ultimately what they do is, is they bring me closer to Hashem. And the only way they bring me closer to Hashem is I'm doing what Hashem wants me to do, not what I want to do. When I do the chesed for the person, what that person who needs the chesed, not the chesed that I want to do, because the chesed that I want to do is self-serving. Doing what it takes to be to be like, to be somehow an Elohim without, with, when you lose sight of the end goal, which is that I want to ultimately be an expression of Ratzon Hashem, that's self-contradictory. That's, that was the Chet of Adam Arishan. The Chet of Adam Arishan was that he wanted to do more. He wanted to do, he wanted to go a step beyond what Hashem was telling him that he needs to do. But this tension between what I what I want to do because I want to do the right thing, and what has to the outcome that the outcome has must be the right thing is always there. And not only have you go full praise to that as well. Every aspect, every expression of not only have you are various the same thing. They are there whether it's bringing an HR into the Vesemic Dash or it's wearing not being Mahusab about or it's trying to move Mike and Aaron out of the picture. Essentially, what they're trying to say is <coughs> we're trying to advance beyond the stage of where it is, but you have to, you have to remember that when as you're advancing and that those are it's true that those things do advance you, but you also have to see it from the other side from the place from where it's coming. And the place from where from in other words, from the goal from where 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 I could have spoken the relationship with Hashem is actually expressing itself. The reality is that I'm doing Ratzon Hashem, but the Ratzon Hashem is not how I define Ratzon Hashem. It's what, what is it? It's Ma'ashem al-Kat Imach. What does Hashem want from you? Not what do you want to do for Hashem? So many times I hear people say that this makes me feel spiritual. I feel connected to Hashem when I do X, Y, and Z. You feel connected to Hashem? Is this how Hashem wants you to connect to Him? Is this how Akash wants the expression to be? Am I looking to say, what is it that Hashem wants me to do? Not what do I want to do to feel better? Uh, I'll share with you a classical story without getting us into the... Into the I mean, let me just share this one story and then I'll take your question. There was once a... Uh, uh, the, the story goes with Rabbi Yashabar. I might have told some, some of you who have been with me for a long time. I haven't heard the story from the ones before. But Rabbi Yashabar, the lady once came to Rabbi Yashabar and she said that she wants to feel more spiritual and she feels like if she wears a talus, then she'll feel more spiritual when she's done. Rabbi Yashabar said, well... You know that so really, really, it's not so appropriate for a lady to do it. So what I want you to do is take the towel, cut off the, the cut off one of the corners, so it's only has three corners. So it's not really high of the risa, and then wrap yourself in the towels and come back to me in a month. Tell me how you feel. Wrap yourself in the towels for a month with this with this garment. 
So the lady went home and she did that. She comes back to her and she says, it was, it was, it was like sublime. It was, it was amazing. It was just this amazing feeling every time I put on tzitzis and I wrapped myself in that baguette and it was just like, I, I felt so connected to Rabbi Shabbat. So Rabbi told her, I didn't mean to fool you, but I wanted to bring out a point. A baguette that only has three corners on it is not Chayim and tzitzis. So you were wearing a talus that had no meaning whatsoever other than what you invested in it. So it's not about because you feel like if I can do the mitzvah tzitzis, then I can feel more closely connected to Hashem. It's about you want you wanting to do something that you perceive as being limited from yourself. You're not connecting. The connection here is, Akash says, this is what I want you to do. You want to feel connected to Hashem? Do what Hashem wants you to do. That's Put it back to our example again for just one moment. You want to do chesed. You want to do chesed? What does the person who is the recipient of that chesed need? It's not about, it, should, it can't be about me. It has to be about, it has to be limited. What I want has to be put into the framework of what is it that that person needs. That's a real relationship. That's a real, that's that's a real Ever Hashem. That's the, this whole thing of Naira Alila, Sakhach says, the Bria has to work. The world has to work in a way that serves to bring out the Ratzon Hashem. Hakadosh Baruch created a world, and that world was there to serve Hashem because it has to serve Hashem because Hashem made it that way, right? Because Hashem is the creator of the world. Then what does he get out of it? It has to be that the world serves Hashem. We serve Hakadosh Baruch because there's a Bahira that we choose to serve Hashem. But in the same time, there's a tension here that when we're choosing to serve Hashem, mitzidenu, from our side, it has to be that we're choosing to serve Hashem the way Hashem wants us to be once he wants to be served, not the way we want to serve him, not what makes me feel closer to him. It's what he's telling me is going to bring out that, that closeness is, is that expression. There's these two sides that are always functioning. A person wants to go with Nimishin. And that's the difference between so so Adobarnishan was the chat that all the all the, the real first chat that a person made that human being says is I want Hashem says to do it this way. Adobarnishan says, I have a husband, I have a calculation of how I can express that even more. I can express my closeness to Hashem because if I overcome the, the challenge of Tovarah. That will be even more than Emerson than overcoming the challenge of Emerson Chef. I'll be that much more. The answer is, but no, but Hashem said, I don't want you to do that. You should not eat from it. You should be shameful. I don't want you to do that. And in not doing that, that would be the ultimate expression of Hashem, even though you realize that there's something in there that would seemingly, according to you, feel like you'll feel closer to our control because of that. If you'll reckon, if you will subjugate yourself to Akash Rakhli, you'll know that that's not what Hashem really wants. None of my view want to bring an, age, uh, an extra extra incense offering. They're trying to get closer to the Ramashama says That's not what I want now. There has to be a limitation. Now, is there a place, an expression for such a thing to do more than what Hashem really asks me for? Yes. That's Pinchas. That's what it means. Pinchas is the Gilgal of Nada Nabil, the Tikkun of what they do. Pinchas comes to Moshe and says, When you came down from Harsina, you taught us a of Kanaim Pagan Bud. 
there's a halacha of that you can go beyond the shura sadiq. You can do things that are beyond the letter of the law. There is an expression, a way to connect to the Yerushalayim that goes beyond the letter of the law. I can do, I can do extras as long as it's within the parameters of knowing how Kaddish Baruch express himself. Kaddish says to the Shemayim, die. It said, no, Gara by Kaddish says, there's a limitation. There's a, it's a two-sided thing. Hashem says, I'm involved in running the world. Yes, I gave you Bechira so that you can run the world. But the world still has to run and still has to reflect what Hashem wants from the world, the things that Kaddish Baruch wants from the world to come out of. That's that's the reality that we're really trying to express. You had a question? So again, you start from the baseline is you say the question I, that I'm always asking myself is what is it that Hashem is asking me to do? And then that's what we have in mitzvahs. You know, those mitzvahs are an expression of how we connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the mitzvahs, if I wouldn't choose to do the mitzvahs, then the mitzvahs wouldn't be Avodah Hashem. If I did the mitzvahs mindlessly, without HaKadosh Baruch Hu's tzivoy to do it, without the tzivoy to do it, then, then the mitzvahs themselves don't. You know, if I do mitzvahs because I have to do the mitzvah, right? If I do the mitzvah because I have to do the mitzvah, but there's no choosing to do the mitzvah, there's no other Hashem in that either. But it, it, that's why, that's exactly what we're saying. The Eina Metzul has a Gizim. I am altruistically choosing to connect to the Rebbe Hashem, what Hashem wants from me. The Metzul has to do it. This is what I, I want to do in the way that Hashem is telling me to do it. So, the, the answer to your question is, is that I have to want to do the mitzvahs that I'm supposed to be doing. I have both things. Remember, we asked the question, we said, what, what's the model of, of a mitzvah? So the, 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 the Tosa says it's because a person has to worry about, is he being the kind of the mitzvah properly? Is he doing the mitzvah correctly? In worrying about, am I doing the mitzvah correctly? Part of what I'm worrying about is, am I doing this because I want to do this mitzvah? If I do the mitzvah mechanically because that's what Hashem told me to do, that's not Avodah Hashem anymore. Now I'm just a robot. Now you just have a world where God gives a tzivoy, and Hashem says, and you have no choice. You have to do it. What are you going to do? You have to do it. The, the godless of mitzvah of means that I do what Hashem commands me to do because I want to do it. I have to inject my own personal desire to do what it is that Hashem wants me to do. You ask me, how do I know what is Hashem wants me to do? You know, you know perfectly what, what Hashem wants you to do. You have a, a hundred mitzvahs a day that you know that Hashem wants you to do. You have to find in yourself that you want to do that thing that Hashem is telling you that He wants you to do. The struggle, the 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 place for growth. The place for my own personal connection is subjugating my own will to do to, to do these mitzvahs because I want to do them. Not, I can do something. I can. I, if a person, if a person is controlled, right? I walk into a thing. They say you can only eat kosher. Let's say that's a good example for this week's parsha, right? You can only eat kosher. If I'm only eating kosher because 
that's what Hashem wants me to do, then all I'm doing, I'm just an automator. If I eat kosher because I want to do what Hashem wants me to do, in other words, where I, where I shape my desire to express what it is that Hashem wants me to do, and I make that what I my uh, what I want to do. Now I'm now I've been this idea of God on the oyster. Think about it. Where this? Let's go back to the, this most important question. God on the Which one's better, the or So you're going to say who's greater? Mitzvah is greater. Why is Mitzvah greater? The Ena Mitzvah, why did we think Ena Mitzvah should be greater? Because they're doing what they want to do. It's an expression of themselves. The Avodah of Mitzvah is to make this also an expression of yourself, but only an expression of yourself in as much as Hashem wants it, where Hashem wants it to come from. He, you've made it. You're doing this action because you want to do it because Hashem wants you to do it. If you take your desire to do it out of it, you're not being an Ovid Hashem, you're, you're simply being a robot. But by creating within yourself the desire to do what it is that Hashem wants to do, now you're doing Avodah Hashem. You're, it, there's a, there, it's a paradox. There's both, you have, yeah, it goes both ways. One is this has to be an expression of my desire of what I want to do. Whatever I want to do it also has to be tempered with what is it that Hashem wants out of the world. So the moment when a Mitzvah Oseh gives me that up, why is it greater? Because a person is being doeg tamid, he's worrying all the time, not because, not simply because the fun because the more worry I have about whether or not I'm doing the Mitzvah, the greater the reward. It's much deeper than that. It's because being told to do something, making that what I want to do is very is hard work. That's where the real goddess of Mitzvah comes in. The real goddess of Mitzvah is, even though I'm being told to do this, I'm making this my desire to do it. What do what should I do? What how do I know what Hashem wants me to do? I know what Hashem wants me to do. He wants me to get up and dive in the morning. He wants me to learn. And he wants me to wash my hands. And he wants me to make brachos. And he wants me to do, do, do chaser. I have to make my desire to do those things because Hashem wants me to do them. When, the moment when I work that through, that I'm doing these things because Hashem wants me to do them, and but that's what I want to do, that's when I reach, that's when I reach the real madrigal of Avodah Hashem. And that's why it's God on Mitzvah, somebody who's a Mitzvah, somebody who does something because he's commanded to do it, not because he's doing it out of his own free will, is tr- truly expressing a connection with the Rimonashal. The Lefon Tzara, the, 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 the idea that he's doing something, that it's not pas basawai, that it's not just, it's not randomly how I want to do it. It goes much deeper than that. It's, it's, I'm only doing this because the whole world exists, that it should be an expression of the emotion. And I want to create that expression of the emotion in the Bria, then I'm doing real Avodah Hashem. Then I'm doing the real work. Then I'm doing what, and the same thing applies when I want to go with Nimishur Satin. Even the Nimishur Satin has a way to do it. If I want to go beyond the letter of the war, I want to do something with, a, with an extra, with an extra hedor, I want to do something, express something more. I'm only expressing it because that's how Hashem wants it expressed in the world. Uh, let me, let me tell you something. 
finish up, I know we're running a little bit late, but let me finish up with one little little idea that, that illustrates this perfectly. Somebody once came to the Chazanish. He told him that on Tishabog, he can't control himself. He has to learn Torah. The Rosham's Torah, he can't hold himself back from the Torah. He has to, you know, even though you know there's a prohibition against learning and learning on, on, on Tishabog, this was, I have to learn, I, it's my life. And the Chazanish got very upset with him. What does that mean? Why is the Torah your life? Because that's what the Rebbe wants you to do. But in this situation, the Rebbe says, don't learn. So then if it's, if it's about you, then you're the Baal Chassid. You're doing, the, you're doing something for somebody else because you feel like doing it. Because it's about me. But if it's bigger than myself, then it's how does what I want reflect what the Rebbe really wants from me? That's the vote of, of, to be a, be a Mitzvah of Osa. How do, how do I make it that what I want, what I want to do is a fraction of what the Rebbe really wants me to do? The world is expanding, and yet the world is stopping to expand. At the same time, Akash Baruch says expand, but only expand up to here, only up to this point. It's an expression of what am I? Naira Alilois. Akash Baruch controls the narrative. Akash Baruch brings it out because everything is an expression of Kavar Hashem. That's what that's what I have to want. I want my my actions, my behaviors, my in, my connection to be a reflection of his of what he wants from me, what of what's expected of me. Ultimately, I'm expression of what I am as a child and as and as an avid. I'm both. Akash wants this for me because it's the best thing for me. But what I what I want out of it, you have a child. It's very smart, right? They're very smart. And you know that they're not working hard enough, but in their sleep, they can just, they can get a hundred on the test. So what do you do? You put in a question that you know they're going to get wrong because there's no way, it's a piece of information that they, they, they were never taught. They, they, they never learned that piece of information. You stick something in, what, what's the point? Where you just want to trip them up? The point is to show them that the point, the reason why you listen in class, or the reason why you study, the reason why is because there's more to this than it's just more than just it's more than just the results on the test. It's not just the hundred. It's about it's about working towards something that will allow you to express who you are. You can't if you're just doing this just because, right? So the point is not to trip the child up. The point is to get the child to get this that child to know that studying is a necessary is a necessary thing, something that will help you ultimately to express what you what you want to be. If I have a metal tape and I want to know what how much weight it can handle, so I keep piling weight on top of it, weight on top of it, weight on top of it until what point? Until the table breaks. Because at the moment that the table breaks, that's the point at which it expresses its fullest potential. So Kedosh in the Bria allows us, in this concept of Neira Alima, Kedosh piles on Bechira, on Bechira, on Bechira, to the point where it breaks. At the breaking point, we see what the, what the expression of Bechira ultimately needs to be. That's, that's what we're trying to express with, 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 with every expression of a relationship with Hashem. Is, Where's the breaking point? Where's the point at which I'm expressing not what I want, but what Hashem really wants in the world? 
You want to know what I want to know what I'm if I'm I'm doing what Hashem wants me to do. If I want to know what oh, sorry, excuse me, I want to know what I'm supposed to be doing. I have to reflect on the fact that is what I'm doing what Hashem wants me to be doing, not what I want. What, what is it that Hashem really wants for me in in terms of the expression of the things that He gave us? He laid out for us to do them. But am I desiring to do those things because He wants me to do them? It has to come from both sides at the same time. It has to come a rut zone for me. I have to want to do this, and I have to want to do this in the way that he wants me to do it. It's there's, it's limited in, in, in its expression. That's the lesson of another one of you. We can express ourselves. We can push ourselves to beyond the limit. But we always have to remember that when we're pushing ourselves beyond the limit, are we pushing ourselves beyond the limit so that we can express our Kodesh Baruch greatness, or that we can express our own need to push forward without recognizing the boundaries of what what that really is that's that's the concept of nora lilos that's the concept of none of an and where we express our 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 true connection with hashem okay thank you very much everybody